Welcome to the Center for Transformation Institute podcast, where we are uniting with therapists everywhere for personal and professional growth. Your journey starts here at The Place Therapists Grow. I have a beautiful nature preserve by my home. Oftentimes I'll think to myself, oh, I'm so thankful that I live here and I have this space right beside my house. And oftentimes before work or after work or on the weekends, I'll get my little dog and get her on a leash and take her out to the nature preserve. In fact, this morning I did that. It was really nice. And I tend to be kind of high strung and I like to get a lot done. I wake up just wanting to tackle the day. I have a lot of things on my to-do list. I really like to to, to, to move and to do and to act and that can be kind of chaotic and it can steal peace, right? And so oftentimes what will happen is as I start the walk, I'll try to really ground myself and connect, right? Connect with nature and connect with God. And sure enough, as I lean in and sense God's presence as I align myself I kind of get my body quiet and I interact with God either through music or just through the quiet just through my thoughts there is a sense of peace that will come over me just kind of um, like oil just running down over my head and shoulders my whole body and I'll just feel a sense of all is right with the world God's presence is here, and that means I can be at peace. So we have been talking in our episodes about the transformation zone, which has to do with multi-generational community, one of the three pillars of the life model. There are three pillars, and these pillars all interact together. They are multi-generational community, Emmanuel presence, and relational brain skills. And so those things aren't silos into themselves, right? Unto themselves. They are, they, they are definitely, there's a lot of overlap with each one. But as we continue on in our episodes, we'll be kind of breaking those down. And as we create the curriculum that we are creating for therapists, there will be a lot of discussion about not only how to apply all this to our own lives, but how to pull it all together and apply it to clients and the way that we interact with clients and then the way that the clients can take away these concepts and um, activities, interactions, experiences, and bring them into their own lives and create transformation there as well. So, so exciting. I love it, love it, love it. So excited about getting all this content together for therapists and, um, and, and helping therapists interact with their clients in these ways. So today's episode is on the concept of the transformation zone and the third aspect of the transformation zone. And so this is spoken about in Joy Starts Here, and I'm doing two of my groups are actually going through the book Joy Starts Here right now. I love Joy Starts Here. It's an amazing, amazing book. I read it, and it was a second life model book that I read, and it was 
I love living from the heart Jesus gave you. And I can't even tell you what happened inside of me. The sparks that flew <laughs> when I read Joy Starts Here. I remember, you know, where I was in my home at different aspects of re different, different pages that I read of the book. And I just was just enamored with the concepts. Just so thrilled that this was actually on paper that there's something about uh, to answer all the questions that I had had for so many years about how to live life relationally. And it just pulled so many things together. So as I've meditated on these concepts over time, I recognize how profound they are to us as believers. And of course, God designed our brains. And so when we think of neurotheology and the pulling together of neuroscience and theology, we think, wow, well, God, I suppose, knew what he was doing. We wrote the Bible, of course. And God knows what he's doing now as um, this brain science is coming out for such a time as this in our generation that we would learn these concepts and be able to apply them to our faith. You know, we need it. Our culture needs this. We need joy because there's so many things that are devastatingly hard. So Joy Starts Here talks about the transformation zone. And um, the transformation zone is a part of that pillar of multi-generational community. What does it mean to live in multi-generational community where multiple generations are interacting, the weak and the strong together interacting. That's the first aspect of the transformation zone. The second aspect is that tenderness to weakness is always the rule. And then the idea that the interactive presence of God maintains shalom. And I will tell you the last several months, maybe three or four months, my mind has just been going back to that concept, the interactive presence of God maintains shalom. It used to be tenderness to weakness are, is always the rule. I would repeat that again and again and again in my mind. Um, and in interactions, I would apply it. And it's almost like the Holy Spirit is now bringing me to that place of the interactive presence of God maintains shalom, like trying to really understand the concept and apply it as different, as, as, as different scenarios um, come up. In my life right shalom the way that life model talks about shalom is that it is peace but it's this idea that um, everything at the right place at the right time for the right result right that what we are wanting to do is live in an attachment relationship with God so that we are so attached to him in our thalamus, like our actual attachment center, the way that we attach to other people, we're attaching to God as a relationship. And as we do that, as we attach with him, there's this constant interaction that's happening. And because of that, we're able to kind of walk in peace, even in difficulty, even in difficult situations, that there's an ability that we can walk in peace, that we can maintain peace in our lives. That means when something doesn't feel right, when it's desynchronized, when it's cacophony, we're like, wait, the presence of God must not be a part of this. There's something not right about this scenario. And we can go, wait, I don't feel good about this. Let me back up, right? Um, we call it passing the peace test or passing the shalom test in life model, right? We want everything we do as believers to pass the peace test. I feel peace about this. I feel shalom about this. Um, 
sometimes we try to justify things <laughs> that we want to be peace or shalom. And, and, um, and so it's, it's a bit of a learning curve. I think I've made a decision recently in the last year that I'm like, I don't think I fully had God's peace there. I think I was trying to convince myself that was God's peace. And God's gracious to us in those scenarios. I feel his grace in the situation. And at the same time, I'm like, oh, if I had listened to you, I would maybe be avoiding this difficulty right now. Um, but, you know, it's all good. I'm just trusting the Lord for the outcome. But I'm also wanting to be really attentive to what does it feel like to have God's peace? What does it feel like to interact with God and receive his peace for decisions I'm making, for a walk I'm having, like I spoke about at the beginning of the episode, for an interaction that I'm having. Um, a friend and I had a conflict the other day. And so in that conflict, we both knew there was tension. <laughs> and I said to my friend, would you like to talk about it? You know, let, and let's pray. Let's pray that the Lord will give us wisdom as we kind of move through this together, you know? And, and so we know that that interactive presence of God, she's interacting with God, I'm interacting with God. And then we move into that space of interacting with each other in that conflict in a way that will maintain peace, that will bring peace because we're human. We're going to have conflict. If you're married, you're going to have conflict. Your kids, conflict. Friends, conflict. You can't really go outside of your house. If you want to just have pets, you might not have any conflict. But even then, <laughs> a lot of times there, there is some. Um, and I, I think that, so I think this idea of interacting with God corporately in, in, in groups, right? That maintains shalom when you think about being in a church service or a small group. If we're not interacting with God in that, we're not maintaining shalom, mm -hmm. right? And, and so we interact with one another, we check in, we bond, we connect, and we interact with God, and we interact with God with one another. So we can do that in groups of three or more, we can do that in two-person relationships, one-on-one -on -one relationships, and we can do that just with the Lord where we're creating the space with him, where we're interacting and we can feel his peace as we go through our lives because of the bond we share with him. It is such a powerful concept to consider what it means to be the church and to be in unity or mutual mind with other believers. Like that's amazing. We all have these energy systems. We're just walking around life and we have this capacity to know the creator of the universe in an attachment way. That's amazing. And then we can interact with one another. We don't even have any idea the capacity our brains have for engaging with each other and engaging with God. I mean, there, there's such depth to that. And I think science is kind of figuring some of these things out with interpersonal neurobiology and um, with what we know a life model is attaching itself to, to those concepts as well. That we have this ability to interpersonally connect with one another and God in this very synergistic, unified way. And it can really create some spontaneous expression 
and I think we see that sometimes in our in our small groups and our church services and we when we have even a slumber party for teenage um, girls or you know a, a, a team sport right there's a sense of oh, that was amazing that was awesome we created this space together and when God is interacting with us in it it's a beautiful experience even thinking I know it might be off limits but I'm a sex addiction therapist so even thinking about sexual expression in a healthy community healthy um, relationship um, between a husband and wife there's this synergistic experience that's happening that is bringing mutuality and the interactive presence of God maintains shalom and brings peace and unity it's really beautiful very healing so this is how we can kind of apply it, this concept as humans and I would say hey if you're listening to this episode just start thinking about this how is the interactive presence of God maintaining peace and shalom in your own life and as therapists we can really apply this in our work with clients whether it's individuals couples groups I know there's a lot of times situations where I'm like this doesn't feel good you know if it's a couple fighting or a family situation or a group situation that's not quite sure how this is gonna go there's a need in that moment to really interact with the presence of God and make sure that we're all interacting with the presence of God. Now, as, as, as a therapist, uh, a professional therapist, I see people who are not Christian often, but that doesn't mean I'm not talking to God the entire time I'm with them and that I'm working toward gentle protector, Jesus type dominant brain that is interacting with God and that my room and my space is filled with the presence of God and that is where my clients are coming in and feeling accepted and loved even no matter what weakness they're they're experiencing so so we want to as therapists constantly be interacting with God creating peace in our spaces and when we don't have peace we're going back within ourselves connecting to the Lord to get that back before we move forward in any situation so I would challenge everyone listening go ahead and commit that concept to memory and be repeating it to yourself and see how true it is and I want to just finally say in this episode when we pull together all three aspects of the transformation zone multi-generational community and we think about um, we think about the concept that the weak and the strong are together and interacting that tenderness to weakness is always a rule and that the interactive presence of God is maintaining shalom. When we have all three aspects of those things going on, we are allowing God to come into our spaces and really help us become more like him. Help us grow in authentic community and joyful interaction with one another. It's very beautiful. So I look forward to continuing this journey with you. Thank you so much for listening in. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of The Place Therapists Grow. We hope you will join us next Monday. To expand your knowledge and continue your growth journey, go to cftinstitute.com and take our assessment. See you next time.